Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I am your host, Luke LeBen, and alongside me, as always, this dude, Kevin Connor. And Kev, you've got an item for me today, do you not? I do. Uh, I saw the news today. Uh, Soccer Mommy. Oh, boy. Artist we both are a huge fan of. (laughs) Um, Soccer Mommy, artist we're both a fan of, has scored... Uh, a new podcast from Serial, like the and the New York Times, uh, called "We Were Three, and I haven't listened to this yet. But Luke, mm. I didn't know we were getting scores for podcasts. Um, who, yeah, I hope we get an A. <laughs> hey, uh, but no, like this—that's cool. I'll I'll probably give it a listen. I always like what Serial has had to do over the years. Um, yeah, I thought you said before we started it was a Serial podcast, and I thought just going to be talking about Lucky Charms, uh, scoring some mm-hmm. music for maybe people chewing on some Serial, doing a little ASMR. But no, this is that murder show. Yeah, spoon, it's not It's not Spoon and Bowl. Okay. Uh, is but, that a show? Because I should be listening to that. It should be. If if there's not a serial podcast called Spoon and Bowl, uh, we should start it. T- TM dibs. Uh, but Luke, who who should like if now that this is an option which we were unaware of, who should score best song ever? John Williams. Oh, do you think he's available? <laughs> Just go with the classic. He'll I, get yeah. available. Okay. If you get me on the phone with him. Uh, uh, that's one option. Yeah, I mean, if if we're swinging for the fences, like Danny Elfman, yeah. Hans Zimmer, you know, go a little more modern with it. Yeah. What I uh, mean, I'd go Elfman. I'd go Elfman for sure. Yeah. Nicholas Nikki Brits. Brits. Yeah, Nicky Brits, baby. He's, he's got to be done with House of the Dragon season one already. Succession season four can wait. Um, oh, is he doing House of the Dragon? No, that's uh, no. Minjuati. No, he's doing Andor. Other yeah, yeah. prestige drama we're currently watching right, right now. Right. Uh, but that he's got to be done with that already. Yeah. Let's get Nikki Um Brits. But if it's someone like Soccer Mommy, we could just pick anybody. You know, it's like Soccer Mommy's not like notoriously a composer yeah. for doing scores. This is like, you know, maybe her transition into that. So, man, in terms of just like bands, uh, I would say, well, one of my favorites, The National. Just make every episode really like depressing and dramatic. Oh uh, yeah, that, that'll really that'll play. really bring in the listeners. So just like yeah, absolute melodrama. Just well, the o- only the slowest, saddest National songs. Yeah, well, and speaking of melodrama, let's just reach out to Lord. She's a singer songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. This will be great. Um, yeah, it'll all about be about like you know, going to the beach and uh, getting rid of your cell phone and worshiping the sun. That's what she's into these days. Uh, yeah, I I am familiar with that concept. I I do believe that was the premise of solar power. Yeah. Um. Who else? Who else is good? Who Luke, who's available? What if What if? Hear me out. We explored. Some amount of songs, perhaps six, uh, and and from that, you know, got a roster of musicians that we really like, and then we can we can go with one of them. We could try that out. Although I do think I thought of just the best choice uh, for the band that we should like. If we were actually this, the obvious choice would be King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Oh yeah, that easy. They probably got an album lying in wait. They're not even they yeah. Don't even they have would a release just, window for. Didn't even need to record something. They're just like give it to them. Uh, yeah. So that would be the good one. But yeah, why don't we hear a selection of songs? Uh, and we can choose from there. Um, Kev. Sorry. Uh, oh. Just released their new album anywhere but here. Sorry, the band just released their new album. Uh, 
No, I wasn't apologizing to you. Uh, Notorious to never apologize to me. I said I never would. Um, And I'm sticking to that. But uh, you know this band, Sorry, right? I played their their single uh, recently on the pod, and they had a great album before that. Uh, Their new album, Anywhere But Here, just came out last Friday, and it is amazing. It's been one of the couple albums I've been listening to on repeat uh might even be better than the previous one and they just are so good at doing like different styles uh but still having it feel very them and very like specific to their style because they kind of got oh and this is like the greatest new term that i learned from this quote that i'll say in a minute which uh is naughties did you know that that's the like the british designation for the 2000s to 2009 is the noughties is that like related to the troubles in ireland no (laughs) it's like the aughts like the 90s the noughties got it (laughs) okay so it wasn't like necessarily a bad time like the troubles were it it was no no it's just like the 90s or the 80s or the early aughts the noughties yeah noughties and it's okay it's like i think aughts there's probably some numerical hey listen i'll tell you what i hate that i don't think we should use it i think we should just stick that's great it's it's so confusing (laughs) i thought it was a naughty time great (laughs) no 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 way way too uh close to the noughties which is what i call um my the time from when i was 21 to also 21 i didn't do much (laughs) i thought that was gonna be like when you uh it's like you know they call when cats run around the house they call it the zoomies Mm -hmm. you're like i got the naughties i got the naughties here i'm out here singing karaoke and i don't know what else you did in your 20s it was mainly karaoke I, um, I notoriously moved into my own place and was ready to just, like, live life large and then started dating Annie two weeks later. So I, those two weeks, those were my naughties. I unpacked a lot of boxes. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, anyway, let's talk about Sorry. Yeah. Because this is the band made up of Asha and Lewis. They're the two front front people, singers, who you'll hear on most songs or trading off vocals. I love when you get them both together on a song, which happens often. Uh, Willow tree is a great one. And uh, this is cool. I didn't realize that they had come from Brixton's windmill scene, which uh, also had them playing alongside the likes of shame goat girl and black midi, all good bands. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. And I mean, I love Sorry, and they might be my favorite to come out of there, but I was like, that makes sense that they would have been alongside some great acts like that. Um, And we're going to listen to the song Closer, which is not like the most upbeat or like not the most obvious single, but it's great. It's got a great build and it's got a great like sort of sludgy rock sound. And the band said this about the, the song. The lyrics in Closer came quickly in one gulp. It felt as if I was talking through quite a few people that had hurt me and me hurting people too. It's about the person we are made into sometimes by experiences or desire and the shame that comes with that. It also is about addiction and the circular spiral of its pattern rotating and returning. We wanted it to sound like a song from an NYC band in the noughties. And the sound developed from there. And I think they nailed it. Uh, I love that I just now have a term for that decade. I didn't have that before. I was like, the aughts, the 2000s, now I got the noughties. Like, it's great. (laughs) Um, But this song really does sort of capture that vibe. Very sorry. Very, like, kind of what you'd expect from them. But then it it builds and has some, some surprises in there as well. So let's take a listen to Sorry with Closer. Closer to burning my thumb on a cigarette. Closer to the clock striking 12 again. Closer to my mother. Closer to my friends. Closer to my friends. 
Gotta give that a uh, higgity, oddy, diggity, naughty. Hey, we're in the naughties. Gotta. Yeah, uh, this album is really, really awesome. I've been listening to it since it came out last week, and I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, there's so many people that want to be loved is my favorite track on the album. I've been listening to that for quite a while. I think it was one of the first singles. But a really awesome album, uh, something I've been really... Yeah. Just just enamored with. Like it's been a, a, a pretty solid spin all week. Uh, and I think yeah, that'll keep same. up for, for the season. I love Screaming in the Rain too, the second to last song. That like and it's very like ominous and sort of like slow starting, but then uh the chorus just gets stuck in my head. And the song before this one is very like major key, kinda more upbeat, and then this one a little darker, a little heavier dealing with some heavier stuff of like hurt and addiction and uh i love the lyric of i never wanted to be that guy like the band said about like the person you become uh driven by desire or uh different things and like the one lyric i love is closer to getting closer to getting further back again (laughs) and that like sort of two steps forward one step back or vice versa uh which is the cycle like they were talking about that cycle that sort of brings you back again and um yeah it's super good song i love their their sort of blend of styles where they feel very 
sort of fresh and new, but also with this sort of Nauti's vintage sound going on as well. And just like uh, they do, they do a great job making everything like catchy and engaging and engrossing. And I love the two of their voices together. Um, so yeah, that was sorry with closer from anywhere, but here. And that is out now on Domino Recording Co. A quick tout to their uh, their 2020 album, 925, also very good. Um, yeah. So, plenty to listen there. Speaking of an artist with a new album out from last week uh, that had a 2020 release that we were both very uh, enamored with, Luke, I have an artist I'm very excited about. One of the only albums we've ever perfectly agreed on. Uh, because really? it was both of our second favorite album of 2020. And I am, of course, speaking about uh, the album Anime, Trauma, and Divorce from Open Mike Eagle. Yes. Oh, yes. Love it. I was, like, trying to piece it together. Like, wait, what was my second favorite album of 2020? I, I, had, to go, to I had to go look, but I was list. like, I knew that. Because I remember Mutual Number 2s was the subtitle of that episode. And that stuck with me forever. <laughs> yeah. Also, Open Mike Eagle had my number one album of, I think, 2018 with Brick Body Kids Still Daydream. That album is so good. Um, and I actually didn't even listen to this new album, so I'm excited. I, I uh, missed that one on Friday. I forgot. I need to check this out. I am a big fan. I I need to spend more time with it. It's very early uh you know it's it's tough to to say how a s- album ranks among an artist's discography in week one but i think it at least uh holds up to to mike's catalog like it's it's very good um it is very much like an evolution of anime trauma and divorce i think maybe i don't want to say less introspective but maybe just a little more upbeat in a way, right? Like, like anime trauma and divorce had a lot of deep themes to it. Definitely. Uh, and this, I'm having fun with this album. It's really good. Uh, but it does totally contain his just excellent lyricism, his, the, the fantastic production. It's, it is an album that is in the conversation for years end. Uh, and I, you know, there's, this album has a lot of features. Uh, it's got, Video Dave, Still Rift, Aesop, Rock, Armand Hammer, and Rap Fiera featured on tracks. Oh, wow. But I went with a track that's just Mike. Um, I think that's really just the best way to, like, yeah. you know, sink your teeth into it. Um, right, right. But but with time, like, I think this might be my favorite album of his yet. <sighs> we'll, we'll find out. Uh, but yeah. let's give a listen to Open Mike Eagle with 79th and Stony Island. One, two. I used to stand on the phone book, the turnover off the no look. Shook them cold as a ghost foot. I used to cry when I wrote hooks. Where's the dry in my notebook? Everything's high octane. I like to hide in the quiet train. Sell it for high on the blockchain. But no keys fit the keyhole. Pick up the team like a veto. Tall, we big as a bean pole. I seen a checklist, we done several. You made a spoon out of gunmetal. I picked the daisy to one pedal. And do they love me? You love me not? I got the ends, I'm unsettled. I made a wish on the dishwater. I want a nap and a big offer. I love rap, it's a bit awkward. I got whooped with a pro. I did a stroll called the broke leg. Shout out to werewolves, the dope head. Yeah. Burn whatever it was, what it was. Dream was hung from a tree, from a tree. See the monster in me. See the monster. See the monster in me. See the monster. Cold American man. It's cold. Dream American dream. Dream was dream. See the monster in me. See the monster. See the monster in me. I used to love Big Bird, then I saw his N-word supercut. 
And Kanye gets to me And then I watch his documentary I'm in a weird place mentally And don't be ignorance is bliss of me If you ignore me, you dissing me About the earl I can't see straight His golden girls with no cheesecake A cold world with no beach break My face broke like I'm beefcake I stay woke, I don't sleep great I'm in a weird place creatively Dave and Riff keep saving me Every Wednesday faithfully But used to pop like turbo And said whatever to the world blow And then the motherfucking world blew I still got the same worldview A brain full of old school rules And memories like flesh wounds The cure isn't in the test tube It's the sound of my son Belly laughing in the next room I never say God bless you So, so don't you feel it's necessary in order not to be offended? Gotta slap a big old lordy lordy Barry Gordy on there. Yeah. yeah. What a jam. Yeah. And it was like sort of uh like laid back and uh like a little chill, but had a great like beat going, like mm-hmm. a good like driving groove. And uh yeah, I loved the chorus like with the him singing as well as like yelling out the things at the end of each line, see the monster. And uh like you said, he, you could tell he's talking about some of the same uh same uh era of his life, maybe some of the things we talked about like the world blowing up. I clearly I was thinking like cuz I know his uh his Comedy Central show ended right around the time of the pandemic too and then like the divorce like, felt like his world was blowing up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah, definitely like dealing with some of the same stuff, but yeah, this had a great vibe to it and like not unheard of from open mic eagle like along the lines of some of his other stuff but a nice direction he's going into i like it yeah i mean an artist that i just want more of and like he has delivered with that album like like every year yeah uh just a a big fan like i i struggled to to pick a track when i reached out and like i i just went with the first one that i was like ooh, yeah that's it because I really great. could have second guessed myself for for hours trying to figure out the the perfect track and some great features on here. Uh, I'm a big fan of of Circuit City with Video Dave and Still Rift. Like it's a very okay. fun. It almost kind of reminds me of like um, the MF Doom Danger Mouse project. Like it, it's got that kind of mm. really like low key fun like like attitude. Um, and that, that project had sampled a lot of adult swim properties and I like, it all seems somewhat connected. So I just give the album a listen. It's great. Awesome. I'm excited. That was open Mike Eagle with 79th and Stony Island from component system with the auto reverse out now via auto reverse, which that album covers awesome too. Yeah. It's an A plus. With like the stereo on his head. I saw a tweet Um, the other day that was like. It was like, what's one thing this generation has gotten wrong? 
and someone was like stereos like we used to have amazing uh things that you right. stole that like looked like you stole from a dance hall and now we have tiny <laughs> eggs that listen to you and record things for the cops like it, the the large True. stereo True. It, it's just incredible yeah it also just brought up this memory of like when i was younger i cuz it's like a person with a stereo head and <laughs> I had this like concept for like a music video or something with like a guy with a mailbox head. I remember like pitching it to like my brother and his girlfriend and they were like, what are you talking about? Like, this dude's got a mailbox head. And then they keep saying things. I think it was like a idea of like you carry what people say about you. Mm-hmm. But so people keep putting things in his mailbox and he keeps and he keeps carrying it with them. Pretty good concept, I'd say. I think it's yeah, it's bulletproof. I it's think solid. Mike, Mike beat you to the punch, but yeah. there's still some meat on that bone. Yeah, just replace mailbox head with stereo head and you're putting CDs instead of uh messages from, you know, like mail. I think it's he should do it for this album for sure. Take it, Mike. If you're listening, just go ahead and make it. The idea is yours. It's all yours. <laughs> all right. Well, my next song comes from Chicago via Bogota band Divino Nino. Uh, and Kev, I know before you hosted the podcast with me, you were a listener. So you probably heard me back in 2019 play Melty Caramello from their album Foam. Oh, yeah. That song... That song made a playlist that got listened to a lot. Uh, one of my music I'm taking yeah. playlists, which you uh, you had had done quite a bit to yeah. influence in my listening days. But yeah, Foam as a whole is a great album. Uh, I was a big fan. Yeah. Awesome. I loved it. And this band uh, came on my radar after that. And you know, that song Melty Caramello was like very fitting with their sort of gooey, smooth, funky style. Um, and that album was largely in English, where the new album, Last Spa on Earth, is mostly in Spanish. Oh. And Javier Ferrero from the band said, there's a reason there's more Spanish on this record. We just felt like because that's our native language, we wanted to bring the band more into our music, and that feels more true to who we are. And it's an awesome album. Like The result is great, um, and it's great that they're you know, speaking more Spanish on it, doing what feels good to them. And then it feels good to the listener because this album is like a spa day for your ears. And I'm glad you're already on board, Kev. I wasn't sure if you remembered them or not, but you clearly do. And I was going to say this album is right up your alley. It's smooth and synth laden, but it goes a lot of different places, brings a lot of different vibes. uh, But each one is very absorbing and amazing uh and we're gonna listen to the song xo and this is one of the few songs that is bilingual uh it's got some great fat bass uh almost like an old school west west coast hip-hop type vibe like it's interesting very heavily affected vocals it has a heretical and very horny music video where they're like in church but they're like thinking about sinful things it was very funny video uh so if you want to watch that go ahead and do that come uh but but it's uh let's uh take a listen to it because it's got some interesting switch ups some cool stuff going on i think you're gonna very much enjoy it so here's divino nino with exo Yeah. 
gotta give that a hot diggity dog. That's on rules. Um, Hell yeah. That was a, a fun video. Um, it got wilder and wilder, so I do yep. recommend uh, watching that. Maybe not at work. Maybe maybe save that no. one for home. Uh, yeah. But the song itself, like, yeah, it's got that West Coast bass line that you mentioned. But I yeah, do yeah. like that later on, it, it goes into kind of the 808, like, drum machine um, yeah. to add another layer into it. So i really, uh, really a big fan. I have not listened to this album yet, and I've already added it. And I am excited oh. to give it a spin. Yeah. I was just listening to it today. And the second song, too, that one is really good. Uh but yeah, I love that like breakdown at the end where the beat switches up and it's like do 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 do, and the sound going on there was very like next episode-y, uh mm-hmm. like that era very much like you know just like classic naughties hip hop. Um, <laughs> no, that was way before the naughties. Uh, um, the pre naughties hip hop. The pre naughties, yeah. Uh, we got you know. AD time and BN before naughties. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I highly recommend last spot on earth. Uh, I want to spend some more time with this album, but it's got some great grooves, some great synthy soundscapes and uh, they do a lot of cool stuff on it. So highly recommend. So that was Divino Nino with EXO from last spot on earth. And that is out now. On Windspear. Luke, I will take a moment to uh, promote ourselves and that next week, Friday, October 21st, is of course... Tay and Ray Day. Exactly. Uh, where we will be listening to Carly Rae Jepsen and Taylor Swift's albums and releasing a uh, up-to-date episode Friday morning so you can listen yep. to the album and then listen to the podcast. Yes, baby. And then after that, okay, it's it's yeah. new. You've had lunch, maybe like it's it's in the afternoon. Go right. ahead and listen to the debut album from this artist I'm about to play. I am talking about the Baltimore-based trio Pink Shift, and uh, their singles have rocked my socks clean off. Clean uh, off. I, you need I, those. It's starting to get cold. Yeah, I know. I am barefoot and blown away. You got to warm your tootsies. Can of cold tootsies. Uh, This trio has opened for the likes of Pup and Mannequin Pussy. So you know the energy that you're getting today. Uh, Yes. And I'm going to be playing the opening track of the album. I think it is an absolute stellar start. Speaking about the track, a vocalist, Ashrita Kumar, said... It is the one song in the record that I didn't start with a particular direction, just raw and unfiltered emotion. As the first song on Love Me Forever, which is the album coming out next Friday, it kicks the record off with a panicked denial, an immediately attacking response to the question, are you okay? Untrusting and doubtful of the intent and sincerity of that question. Uh, it'll make a okay. little more sense when I say the title in a moment. I'm, I'm holding it back. I'm keeping my cards close to the chest. But... It kicks ass. It's a great song. I'm excited for you, Luke, to hear it and everyone else. So let's give a listen to Pink Shift with I'm Not Crying, You're Crying. I'm so sorry that you're seeing
got to give that an emphatic Lordy Lordy Very Gordy. That rocks so hard. Yeah, I'm I'm a big yeah. fan of that track. I uh, I'm really excited for this album. It, the the other songs that have come out since are I have been very good as well. So I I just, like it's something it's, about it. I'm just like big smile on my face, yeah. jamming like just head banging with what you know little energy I have left after a long day of work. But like. It it rules. I'm yeah. I'm just enamored. Um. Well, and what was the other band you said? Pup. And what was the other band? Uh, Manic they... Pussy. Okay. Yeah. Um. But that's like because when I thought like when I heard a second of this before we listened, like when we listened to the last song, and I was expecting something a little more like emo inspired, which I jokingly was saying, you know, after Dad Rock Summer, it would be emo autumn. Mm-hmm. And, but I do feel like a lot of like rock bands is what I've been listening to this fall a lot. And Brian, my cousin, gave me that great playlist of his like favorite rock albums. And so I was expecting like something a little more emo ish, like, but this was more like just like dark, heavy, like a, a little 90s in there, which like their bio says heavy tones of 90s grunge and powerful break. Are powerful hooks and breakdowns of 2000s pop punk. 2000s pop punk should just be Naughty's pop punk. Then it saves you a syllable right there. Okay, but, uh, I, listen, I've I've resisted Naughty's until now, but Naughty's pop <laughs> punk. I, I might go Naughty's rename pop my pop punk playlist to Naughty's pop punk because uh, that is really good. Uh, yeah, I I definitely hear like the emo pop punk vibes in this. Um, and and maybe it is yeah. a combination of both. But it's I, more just like a the darker, heavier corner of that sound, yeah. which is cool to me. Well, and yeah. I, th- I think this this song is like this raw emotional thing, right? Where where it's it's accusing someone of like, yeah, I'm not upset, you're upset. So it right. it has to it has to kind of go all out. Uh, I'm yeah. excited to hear the whole album. Like if this is where it starts, like where right. is it gonna go? Yeah, and you know we de- like the last thing I'm gonna say. I just like the perfect cherry on top is that great like sarcastic snotty spoken vocal <laughs> there at the mm-hmm. end. Which again, like there's so many. I was thinking like misery business uh, was the first one I could think of that had some like you know like some of that like spoken uh, like yelling at the person that yeah. you're singing about. So. I it, love that. If you're not sold on this song by the time it gets to it, what does sell you is that guitar slide, because that is just like chef's kiss perfect. Yeah. We got a chef's kiss and a cherry on top. There you mm-hmm. go. That was Pink Shift with I'm Not Crying, You're Crying off of Love Me Forever out next Friday via Hopeless. Nice. Hey, and you set me up perfectly, because this album I'm about to play a song from is also out next Friday. Uh... Yeah, so it's like we got the two major releases of Tay and Ray, but uh, we got some, some you know, undercurrent artists that you should pay attention to as well. And, Kev, you remember I did an interview last year with Nassimi Yu? Yeah. And uh, played a song on the podcast from her as well. And a couple of the, like, people that she shouted out uh, talking about people who helped her make her album and like inspired her friends of hers in the music scene in uh, New York where she lives is uh Kalmia Traver and Alex Toth. Uh, and they make up the band rubble bucket. They front that band and uh, they first met as jazz students at the university of Vermont, put out a great album, sun machine in 2018. Very good. Uh, uh, Luke, not to interrupt, but what if I told you that sun machine, um, was a top five album for me in 2018. I don't think I realized that. Yeah, um, I I found that album and just like absolutely fell in love with it. It was it yeah, was in my top so play. It was most like I don't think I had listened to it other um before Nassim you had told me about it. Uh, but no, that uh, can I tell you something that you might not realize about no. Rubble Bucket, Kevin? Did you know? Oh, no, put your headphones back on. Okay, back. Uh, <laughs> that was a visual gag that only we're going to get, that was, but. That's great. Um, but they have an amazing cover of Your Jam 
What a Fool Believes by the Doobie <gasps> Brothers. And what? it's so good. I was listening to it. Uh, and I was like, I like I was even I was excited to play this song, but even more excited to tell you that they have a cover of this because it's great. Um, so you can listen to that as well when we go on. I was break gonna to say, can we take a, a slightly longer break here? <laughs> For sure. Um, but let's talk about their new album and the song we're gonna hear because uh, this is called Earth Worship and it's out next Friday. And as that title might imply. You know, it's about, like, giving some love to the Earth, uh, bringing together the Earth and its inhabitants, erasing the boundaries between them. And uh, Traver uh, got this idea because she was interested in writing love songs for and from the natural world. And both Traver and Toth were inspired by their parents' work in ecology and community facilitation which from they saw a through line to music's communal healing. So kind of a cool, powerful concept behind this album, uh, Earth Worship. And, uh, you know, besides Rubble Bucket, they're both in other bands and have different projects. Kalmia is a saxophonist and also has the band Cowbells, which uh, is a great band. Uh, also, Alex has the band Alexander F. and his solo project, Toth, which both Toth and Cowbells had great albums out last year. I think I shouted them both out when they came out because I knew of them because of the Nassim U connection. Uh, and uh, this is good because this new album finds them at like the peak of their experience because they've been doing all these different projects. They've recorded a lot of albums, a lot of different sounds, and so... Now they like really know what they're doing and have found sort of like Rubble Bucket's place in that. And uh, Toth said this. He said, back in the day, Rubble Bucket was so confusing for me. We're interested in so many things musically, but have, n- but to have no set bumpers is torturous. The process to me is what the album is about. The songs are just an artifact. And I thought that was a really interesting idea that like, the songs are artifacts that captured this process of making them. Uh, So why don't we experience one of these artifacts now as we listen to Rubble Bucket with Cherry Blossom? Sunbeam shining through your leaves, feeling 
gonna give that a hot diggity dog. Uh, Hell yeah. Briefly, that cover ruled. Uh, it's exactly what a cover should yeah. be, uh, which is not emulating the original artist, but doing no, a very different. brand new take yeah. on it. Uh, go listen to it. It's great. But but still like captures the, the original song. Great. Yes. Um, also, you should give that a hot diggity doob. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, hot diggity doob. Uh, but diggity Cherry doob. Blossom was yeah. an awesome track. I'm excited to hear the rest of their album. Awesome Blossom, right? Yeah. I'd dip <laughs> like this. Take us. I would dip this into some Chipotle Ranch uh, yeah. sauce and gobble it on up. It'd be great. But th- this is like a full meal now. There's a dog. There's an Awesome Blossom. A doob, but whatever. <laughs> right. Um. I. I really. I really like this. This song. It's. Just, it's just delightful, right? Like yeah. it's just. It's just nice to listen to, and sometimes right. we just listen to all this angry stuff or introspective and hurt. It's just. It's a goddamn delight, yeah. and I love it. Right. It's delightful. It's joyous. Definitely. Um. And I mean, it's still you know dealing with some emotions and things in there but this one especially is just a really like sweet like you look like a cherry blossom you know yeah uh, i love the line about the bugs are having sex on it <laughs> talking about the plant i yeah. didn't catch that the first couple times i heard it um and uh the song there's a couple other singles out earth worship is also really good um the titular track and there's a funny lyric on that too which is I've been coming for a thousand years. You could call me the endless fuck. That's Whoa, the opening wow. lyric. It's great. Yeah. Um, and so I'm really excited for this album. Um, I'm fairly new to this band, but have enjoyed a lot of their past work. Uh, and I just think they're just brilliant. They know how to craft a tune. They are brilliant producers. And like uh, this, both songs we listened to the, the cover from 2013 and this one, both had some great, like synthetic horns on it that were very like delightful. I think they added to the delight, uh, very much so. And, uh, yeah, this one, I could just, just feels like, a an autumn jaunt down a street in New York city. And, um, I feel like I could just picture that listening to it yeah. and, they uh they really paint the scene beautifully and uh i'm really excited to hear their new album and we don't have to wait that long it's out on tay and ray day dude so we're, we're gonna keep busy next week we're gonna be very busy uh so that was rubble bucket with cherry blossom and that is from earth worship out next friday october 21st on grand jury my final track is going to be from singer-songwriter Westerman. Oh, yeah. I love Westerman. I saw that you were playing this, and I was, like, very excited. I loved his last album. Yeah. Um, originally hailing from London, but now based in Greece, uh, Westerman has released his first music since his 2020 debut, Your Hero Is Not Dead, uh, which yeah. I, I'm not super familiar with, but, Luke, I feel like you are. So Your Hero Is Not Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This was written after he emerged from a period of disenchantment with making music, where he wasn't sure about the future of his career, um, just due to the pandemic. Like, it really had such an impact on artists' ability to make a living. And he wasn't sure if what he's working on would ever be heard by anybody. Uh, And that gave a sense of freedom uh, that accommodated some of the most adventurous and unself-conscious songwriting of his career. Hmm. Um, this was composed shortly after storming the U.S. Capitol, and it is a meditation on false prophets and poisonous internet echo chambers and, and, and an exorcism of sociological frustration, which... You ma- you made it sound like he stormed this the Capitol. Happened. No, <laughs> yeah. he he did not storm the Capitol. I can't be I more like, clear about that. He's not even originally from here. He wants to storm the Capitol. Westerman was was home on January sixth. <laughs> um, and honestly, Luke, it, this song it makes perfect sense for that time. Uh, because if it was written and composed in early twenty twenty one. It would have been an excellent entry into Hot Horn Summer. Uh, you're going to ah, get some horns in this track. 
Yes. Um, and you know what? We didn't have it then, but better late than never. Uh, I'm really happy to have heard it, and I think you will be too. So let's give a listen to Westerman with Idol Rerun. You're three for three today, buddy. We Lordy, were, Lordy, Barry Gordy. We were six for six. We did it. We were six for six. We, we found Amazing. the best songs ever. We found them. This is quite a lineup. Amazing songs. And, uh, you know, I just uh, took a quick look back at some of my favorite songs from Your Hero Is Not Dead, uh, Westerman's 2020 album, which Blue Comanche was like probably the best song of that year. And, um, I, we'll talk about this new song and then I have a fun story to tell you around Blue Comanche, but also the line, uh, is an amazing song. And, you know, that album, the sound was very, like, very heavily affected guitar, very eighties sort of sounding, almost like gives me like Steve Winwood, uh, Phil Collins, but like very like spacious and like takes its time but then has like these great grooves and choruses and um this was like very acoustic and with some piano it was like not what i was expecting at all and i really enjoyed it um also 
motherfucker. Like, I know. It's that right before the key change and then like that like drawn out motherfucker. So good. Yeah. I knew I'd have had you with this one. And when yeah. I heard motherfucker, I was like, oh, hell yeah. That <laughs> rules. It's uh, like up there with uh, John Grant's The Greatest Motherfucker as like some of the best sung versions of motherfucker that i've mm-hmm. heard so go check that song out if you don't know it that was westerman with idol rerun out now via partisan uh and you know what check out his tour dates he's coming to america Ooh, and um, and will not be invading the capital which he's never done yes. before he's never i would never think that such a great musician like westerman would do that um but can I tell my story now? So uh, Brian, my cousin, was obsessed with Blue Comanche, and uh, and I was as well. But uh, we went on a cruise with my wife's family, and the name of the buffet at the cruise was the Windjammer. And so uh, Brian made me a playlist called Windjamma Slamma Jammas, and... Uh, and there which, was a, which featured Blue Comanche, right? Uh, yeah, it had a couple Westerman songs, but so the one day we uh, took, we were going to the Yucatan Peninsula, and we had to take the boat to shore, and I threw up in a bag like it was the worst boat ride I've ever. It was like terror, and I haven't been on too many boat rides for this reason, but uh, it was just this tiny ship getting tossed around by the waves, and. So I was, like, feeling terrible all morning. Then we got there. I was like, okay, I'm not feeling great. We went and did some fun activities and stuff. And then we're coming back, and it was, like, a much bigger ship. And, like, I was sitting uh, up top now, which was much better. And Kyle, like, fell asleep on my shoulder, and, like, the wind was just blowing. I was, like, feeling much better and i was like oh this is perfect and blue comanche was playing it was nice seeing the mexican countryside uh it was beautiful (laughs) hell yeah so that that sounds lovely yeah there you go all right well that was a great song to end it on and now we have but one thing left to do and that's talk about the music we're excited for that is out today in shouts First off, friend of the podcast and artist I've played previously, Mickey Blanco, with Stay Close to Music. Nice. Uh, big fan of Mickey's. Yeah. Uh, Phaser Days with Break. I listened to a few of these singles, and I was a big fan, so I'm excited to check this album out. And last, but certainly not least, those Red Hot Chili Peppers hey. with Return to the Dream Canteen. <laughs> They're back. In fact, the, they're returning. At the Dream Canteen, yep. I heard they were going to have another album. Uh, was the last one called, like, Welcome to the Dream Canteen? Uh, we'll find out in just a Maybe. moment, Luke. What Welcome do you got to th- the Dream Canteen. What we do you got this games. week? And then uh, we'll, we'll circle back. All right. Well, I got a band that we were talking a little bit before. Uh, I was never a huge fan of them. Then they released their album, Notes on a Conditional Form. Was obsessed with that uh, album. And this is the 1975, and they are back with Being Funny in a Foreign Language. Very excited for that. Love that band. Um, Then we got the great Bill Callahan, that great low-voiced singer-songwriter uh, with Yatilier, which is reality backwards. And the album cover, it's like water reflecting it. Very interesting. But Bill is great. Uh he was from some some old band. Can you look that up too, Kev? Who's <laughs> what what band was Bill Callahan in? Vamp Luke, Vamp. Um, okay, so Bill. I'm looking at him. He's a beautiful guy. He was in the band Smog. That's he was in the band was. Smog. Thank um, you. And also, um, there was no Dream Canteen, so I don't know where the hell they're going. <laughs> they're just returning to it. You know, you don't need to welcome to it to return to it. Um, I got one other uh, album to shout out, and that's Lewis Cole with Quality Over Opinion. Great um, artist who is on Brain Feeder, and uh, I played uh, him a couple times on the podcast. He also releases great videos on YouTube of him like making his songs. Uh, and so, yeah, go check that out. He's an 
awesome producer. So we got to talk about our three daddies. We're Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com and check out all the great stuff going on over there. And then head over to offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. In the internet, hey, the that's internet? where the naughties, the internaughties. the internet. That was what that was the before times, before yeah. Zuck got his hands on it. The internet. Now it's the inner rot. <laughs> but anyway, go to offshelf.net. Got great columns over there, like they got the punk rock scouting report, the years of decay metal report. You got. My Cousin Brian's Bar None Hip Hop column. So whatever genre you're interested in, check it out. They got that plus cool interviews, all sorts of great stuff. So that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. Y'all come back now, you hear? song ever not a podcast better jokes are clever and the tunes are cool it's worth this has been a production of planet and podcast powered by pinecast